1: Welcome to episode 58 of the Women's Running podcast and the 21st workshop. This time, Holly and I have an actual guest, and this has been a long time coming. Kate Percy has worked with Women's Running loads. She's the utterly lovely brains behind Go Bites, those beautiful balls of loveliness that keep us going on long runs. I wanted us to talk to her as I thought both Holly and I could do with a bit of guidance when it came to our nutrition. What's lovely about Kate is that she's a realist and she loves food. So she's not going to tell us what not to eat. She's only going to gently guide us towards the sorts of food that will be helpful in terms of supporting our running. We talk about the food that we should be eating, bearing in mind the chasm between our ages and the sorts of food we enjoy eating. Happily enough, some of these things are the same. It's so useful to find out what Holly, 25, needs to be thinking about and what I, 47, should be thinking about. Spoiler, I need to eat more edamame beans. But happily, it doesn't matter if it's the salted kind from Wagamama's. That's not sponsored, but happy to take sponsorship from our favourite takeout ever. And there are a couple of things that have blown our minds. Firstly, that it's fine to have breakfast later in the day. And secondly, we discover the magic window. And in the magic window, you can essentially eat anything you like, or at least that's what I decided to hear. Podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to women's running, which is 35% off. That's less than 2 95 a month. And for that, you get our brilliant magazine and you also get loads of money off the sorts of stuff you love, like kit, nutrition and class memberships. Just go to shop.com uk and enter wrpod at the checkout for your discount happy running oh well look um yeah thank you thank you for agreeing to do this because um i think we holly and i decided um like uh some weeks ago that it would be really nice to have some some actual experts on our podcast rather than relying yeah. on our own knowledge about stuff and when when we when we talk about nutrition it really it, it's it, we clearly don't oh yeah have a clue what we're doing and we just eat like we've always eaten since we were 15 so mm-hmm. um and now that obviously now that we're kind of you know w- with the running and stuff we we know that we need to be kind of thinking about it in a kind of slightly less childish way um mm. but you know also i think um like one of one of our big things at women's running um always is to not it's not focus on like diet with a capital d but you know mm. but to, to to kind of have a kind of and this is why i wanted to speak to you because i know that you're like you're you're there ahead of us yeah. there <laughs> I've you a number of times before um but you know we we know it's all about it's it's kind of you using like enjoying food and using
0: mm.
1: food uh, and fuel as um, you know, enjoying it, continuing to enjoy it, but, but kind of being sensible
2: about it and Mm. kind of um, mindful of what's in it and stuff, I suppose. That's what I'm so interested to learn about because my nutrition knowledge is poor. So often I eat things and I think that's probably really good fuel for a run, or that's a really Mm. good way of replacing what I've just lost Mm. on a run and actually. Is a bacon sandwich a good way? I'm not
1: sure. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Don't say that. And we are, as I think I preambled when, when we were emailing earlier on this week, we are quite worried that you might tell us today to stop eating things that we love. Um, but
3: we, we really well, you know Esther, that my, um, that my um, approach is more... Uh, positive than that,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I do, I do.
1: I do. <laughs> this is why you're here and not someone that's going to tell us off for eating crisps.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you when the best times to eat your pack of salt and vinegar crisps is. <gasps> I see. now oh, that's, that's exactly the kind of thing <laughs> I want to know. And then you can think, well, now is a good time to eat my my oh. my, my crisps. Oh, um, I love this. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I'd like to know, and and.
1: <laughs> Um, and right, so so my potted history of you is not going to be your potted. My my potted history of you is going to be rubbish, right? So, so I mean, you're Kate Percy. We think of you as being nutrition goddess. I don't know if that's what you have in your head, but that's that's who you are to us. And obviously, we've worked with you like loads before. You've been in the magazine a lot. You've been mm. on our website loads. Um, mm-hmm. You're great. And um, I think the first time I knew about you, it's because of Go Bites, which mm-hmm. are lush, particularly the hazelnut ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I love. Um, so um so I know you are the brains behind that, but I know that you're also a runner and I know, know you're yep. a nutritionist. So um may- maybe you could probably explain who you are better than, than me, perhaps.
3: Well I um I it all started I suppose uh, a long time ago back in 2000 <laughs> when my husband was having a bit of a midlife crisis and I wasn't a runner at all then and he basically decided to run New York, New York Marathon oh, wow. um, and um, he his training started really well and then he just started really struggling for energy mm. um, and that is when I got interested in um food and the types of food that would help running. That's how it all started. Um, and I although I was a cook, um, so we were eating yummy food, mm. um, it was obvious that I wasn't cooking the right type of food. Um, and then so I changed um I changed the family's diet really, because we always always eat together as a family and always have done. Uh, and not only did his running um, improve massively his energy levels, but we all felt better as a family. Um, and then I got bored watching him, watching him run. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was re- it was bath half, but it was pouring with rain. I just said, you know what, I'm not coming to watch you. <laughs> um, <laughs> with you know, dragging the kids along, um, and then I uh, a friend said, well, why don't you do it? Why don't you run as well? I said, really and i went for a run around the downs in bristol and it was a 5k and and uh i i don't know why but uh, my husband was going to do new york again and i said do you know what i'll come to and i just <gasps> went from running the 5k <sighs> to running the marathon i think oh it was in less oh, than like, <laughs> <or> six months <laughs> oh cool um, so i got the bag got the bag and and then Aww. I and and then I got the um, you know every time I was running was thinking about what we were going to eat and that got translated into the book the Penguin the Penguin book mm-hmm. um, go fast the food and that's where it all started really oh, oh lovely <laughs> and, and do you still run now um, yeah yeah I've uh, we are actually um, we're not going to tell anybody but I suppose if I tell you this on a podcast that's
2: You've got probably not a secret it. is it <laughs>
3: um, we have well i haven't actually signed up for it we, we started training and i've booked the flights for the uh, Nice to can marathon oh my so, god uh, that's oh, that at the end of lovely. november it does sound lovely um, and it's quite flat <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's all along the coast um, and we've got some friends who've got a house in Cannes, so um we're going to stay there which is really nice um cool. i've just got to actually sign up to the marathon <laughs> um, <gasps> you've got the uh, you've got to present a doctor's letter to say that you're um fit to run a marathon which yeah. is why I haven't done the signing up yet because that's the, mm. you know that's just like one extra step that makes it harder yeah, yeah so, I, so we are training starting to do mm. the longer runs um which uh in uh, the consequence of which it means that we're just so hungry you know you just yeah. suddenly get get that real hunger when you start adding on the miles um, so that's what I'd love to talk to you about today.
1: Cool. <laughs> oh. oh, fantastic. I,
3: like, so, and how many marathons have you done then? Have you done lots? Uh, no, yeah, well, not, I thought it was lots, but I mean, compared with some people, it's kind of, you know, walk in the park. Uh, I've done um, seven that's not right. for me that's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but over quite a few years
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I'm just uh, quickly I was going to ask yeah. about the, the doctors know thing as the yes. only person in the room virtual room who? who has never run a marathon is that normal do doctors no. usually ask for that sounds no, quite intense not normal
3: no no. Yeah. no and seeing as my doctor told me that people who run are just mad I'm kind of thinking oh dear I don't think Um, I know a
2: doctor that would go
3: yeah go on run
2: 26 miles
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a French thing Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have to kind of yeah you have to get, get hand in the paperwork so
2: yeah Okay. hopefully that won't be a problem hopefully oh God, <laughs> I I don't know. it'll be fine yeah. <laughs> classic French bureaucracy there yes I think <laughs> I
3: think that's what it is yeah yeah so what I'm
1: interested in is like way back when when you were doing this where you decided to change nutrition like your family's nutrition
3: yes what what were the changes that you were making what did you do so um I discovered the glycemic index, this thing called, you know, you hear about low GI and high GI foods. Um, and basically um, the glycemic index is a measurement of how quickly um, carbohydrate is uh, absorbed uh, by your body into your bloodstream, by your body. Mm. So um, if, for instance, oats uh, and um, oats and uh, brown bread uh, are are low gi so they 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 give you a longer lasting energy uh, than for instance white bread um, and sugar or mm-hmm. glucose glucose has a gi of 100 um so that means it just goes, so say you have a gel it's a glucose gel mm. just it just goes straight into your bloodstream gives you a really really short uh, burst of energy mm. that doesn't last very long um and a diet that is more high gi uh, will give you uh, much more um, peaks and troughs of energy, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, is really it's just really hard to control your energy levels. So if you focus on a much more low GI diet generally, um, then you're going to ha- you're you're not going to have those peaks and troughs as much as you would okay. do. Um, so those are yeah, just like slow releasing carbs that come. Like, um, uh the oats the whole gr- whole meal pasta um lentils beans starchy vegetables like you know mm. sweet potatoes and um the vegetables in general basically <laughs> really good mm. it's really good to eat lots of vegetables <laughs> <laughs> good i love veg that's good, yeah, that's
1: for good. Me. <laughs> that is good <laughs> so i'm going off the the beaten track a little bit but um right so so what about energy gels then are they
3: bad? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, I have mm. to say. Um actually that's why the originally why uh, I um developed the go bites was mm. you know to to have something that that my stomach could cope with on a run. Mm. Um, gels uh generally <laughs> They they just go straight but they go straight through me and I think they go straight through a lot of women. Um, mm. and I, mm. my first marathon was spent, I think seven definitely well, I don't say I think, I know exactly seven minutes of it was spent on the Portaloo. Um, oh, <laughs> and that was basically you know, My stomach couldn't cope with with the gels. So, yes, sometimes it's really, really necessary to have something that's going to raise your blood sugar levels um, when they're very, very low. But if you manage it properly and have something that's got a little bit of fiber in it as well, that's going to just release its energy more gradually, then that's Mm going to give you a much, much longer-lived um, nicer type
2: of energy. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. really interesting because I think we've always been, well, I have always been certainly mm. under the impression that once I go over a certain mileage, mm. I need jelly babies a gel or something. Yes, yeah, Something, <laughs> jelly babies. I have been guilty of stopping a virtual run halfway through to pop into Tesco's and get some jelly babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've just always been of the impression that that is. That's a, that's a good thing. That's what you're supposed to do. That's a, if you go over a certain mileage, then your body needs it. But I haven't thought about what I'm eating beforehand, what I'm eating the night before, what I'm eating, yeah. you know, whatever the speed at which that might release the energy so that I can keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So basically,
2: you need your, your glycogen levels, which is your, your
3: most um, accessible form of energy, um, mm. you need them to be uh, topped up. You need a, a, as much as possible. So, well, if you run that first hour, hour and a half um, without without eating anything or drinking any, any carbohydrate, mm. then you're basically that your glycogen levels reach rock bottom, and that's why you need to build it up quickly with yeah. with something. Um, so, yeah, the the better topped up you start your race with or your long run. Um, the longer the longer you'll last um, but the best thing is to just keep keep that topped up so you don't reach that well, it's it's when you hit the wall or bonk mm, or whatever you want to yeah. call it so mm. the best thing is to keep it topped up so you don't actually get to that stage yeah. so you don't need that kind of fast fast energy that you just keep having to
2: yeah I fall for that because I know yeah. Esther's a bit better at it than I am but I tend to be A cup of tea is probably usually my morning fuel before I go for a run, which is not sufficient, I don't think. And so I think that's exactly why when I get to those, when I reach a certain mileage that I just, I do think I'm I'm not going to be able to carry on unless I have something. So I have a jelly baby or something. And then it's almost like, it's like sort of cramming in an exam or something, and hoping yes. you'll make it through, it rather than it doing is. your yeah. proper revision. Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> a really yeah. good
3: analogy. I like. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
1: I think that Holly and I really want to talk to you because we are, because um, we like. I, I hate saying this, but we are very different ages. Yes. <laughs> um, which I, tr- I try and forget but I can't we do forget forget sometimes. sometimes I'm even older we do.
0: So. We do. Um,
1: <laughs> well, um, and I think it would just be really really useful if we could like get your advice on what each of us should be doing sort of day to day and kind of in order to fuel our running and also races so I mean we've already talked about kind of energy to eat mm-hmm. while we're running but like Maybe, like Holly, if, if you didn't mind going first, do you mind going first? Mm-hmm. All right.
2: No, I um, don't mind. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit scary, though, <laughs> it's isn't it? A bit scary. <laughs> I'm scared because are you going to ask me to say what I would probably eat? I'm first of all. In I'm a- going to say mm.
3: that we have to remember that, uh, and and this is something that's kind of um, emerged fairly recently, uh, and that is. The science of nutrition is quite a young science and um, it is much less, it is becoming much less prescriptive in that everybody is different. You know, it it might be that you can only have a cup of tea before you go for your run. For instance, Mm -hmm. maybe if you, if you do have um, porridge an an hour or so beforehand, maybe uh, that would actually make your stomach feel really awful and, and,
2: so I think that's you know, the it is a sometimes hard.
3: Yeah, so it's put It me is off quite a an individual bit. thing. So mm. you do need to kind of uh, <sighs> almost like, well, work, you've got to work it out for yourself. Basically, have the guidelines, know what's what's like good to focus on, um, and then kind of adapt it accordingly. Yeah. Mm. Um, but go on then. So what? Oh, how are we going to do this? Do you <laughs> want to say? Um, what I mean, I, I would say the, the differences between young and young and older, pre and post. Pe, I don't know, pre uh, <laughs> menopausal. No, that's the, the that's um, you know, how old are you, um, Holly? Th- twenty between twenty and thirty. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd say that one of the most important things for that age group is to. Um, make sure that you get in enough iron and B Mm. B vitamins um, because that, especially when you're menstruating, because that can make you feel really, really lethargic and fatigued. um, And that's not so important, for instance, for me being Mm -hmm. post-menopausal, I think. Yeah. Not quite sure what stage I'm at of that. <laughs> <Nackered>. um, <laughs> um so that means that, you know, and that's quite a problem where with with young people now. I mean, there's a big trend towards veganism and eating mm. less meat. And one of the best ways of getting your iron
2: and B vitamins
3: is through red meat. See, that's a
2: problem for me. I'm vegetarian, (laughs) not vegan. Because I know that vegans can miss out on things like B12. B12 isn't something you've got to take a supplement, haven't you? So just vegetarian. Um, My bacon reference earlier was to... uh, quite was a, nice. red, a red bacon herring yes yes a sort of soy <laughs> bacon flavor product um but <laughs> <Bacon>. mm. <laughs> I know even worse even worse I'm sure so I don't I don't eat a lot of red meat and I def I don't eat any any red meat and so yeah. I that's a big thing that I know I need to I need to look I need to make sure I'm getting in my diet I do eat quite yes. a lot of things like spinach yeah. um lots of like curries and stews and stuff. And I, yes. I do tend to put spinach and things in those yeah. sometimes, but I think that's about the only thing that I can think of that has lots of iron that I mm, eat mm, on a regular basis. Mm, Not mm. something that I have iron. I uh,
3: Well, <laughs> I think, I think the best thing to do is just mm. to make sure that you have a really good balance, you know, nuts and seeds and yeah. eggs. Do you eat fish?
2: I don't eat fish. Okay. okay. I do eat, I do eat, eggs i eat eggs quite a lot eggs, um, avocados, not yeah, avocados. They, not, they're rich and iron but they're great
3: to eat flaxseed mm-hmm. um, flaxseed is great and then kind of like
2: buckwheat buckwheat as well and stuff, stuff like that Kate, stuff is where like i that. really need some help because it's buckwheat flax seeds what on earth do i do with them um, yeah okay
3: pancakes pancakes i make those
2: for the kids yeah there's really? a little
3: known fact that we've just launched a new range of <gasps> baking mixes <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> very exciting! we've got a pancake mix a pizza base mix and a, a dough balls mix and they're made with a with a with a combination of flaxseed oat flour and buckwheat flour and they are high in iron and B vitamins in fact so um that you you know you can make your own but buckwheat pancakes are delicious Esther will give you the recipe (laughs)
0: yeah I
1: need one please (laughs) I just substitute a bit of buckwheat I do half and half half buckwheat and half like normal because it does take out some of the stretches are they is it gluten-free or something because it's It's gluten-free
3: yes yeah Yeah, so it makes the
1: pancakes a bit Differently, they're yeah. not as as stretchy as you'd expect. Yeah. To <laughs> and the kids, my kids are like honing on that and they're like, "Oi, hang on a minute. Something's so a this. Cake. I need more jam
2: on this. Like, oh, here we go. And then yeah, uh, what would you put on your pancakes? Because if I were making pancakes, hmm. um, I would probably put lemon sugar on them. Which is Bemish. definitely well, what um, would you put if you were doing a sort of if, if they were if they were a pre run or post run? Mm. What I'm would you a put on there? Big them? fan of the savory, so oh, um, me too. I hadn't thought about like that.
3: Blooming delicious. So, uh, if you make your pancake and have your spinach. Maybe um I'm just Friday. going vegetarian here. Oh, so it's some mushrooms, oh, um,
0: a little bit of
3: cheese. Mm um you can even put chickpeas and things in it, you know if you think mm. about a pancake as like a wrap you know basically you can put anything in it and it's warm mm-hmm. so you just kind of put it in uh make the pancake on both sides and then put your mixture in and then roll it up or fold it up and that mixture will sort of you can cook the mixture first as well. So it's warm. Um, yeah. And it's, that is very delicious. Um, pre or post run it's good post. That sort of thing's great post run as well, because it will replenish your, not only your carbohydrate, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Glycogen, but also it will be a bit salty. So you'll, you'll be getting your e- electrolytes replenished as well, which is what you lose when you sweat.
1: Yeah. Um, so big, big fan of
3: salt. Yeah, so yeah, a cheesy, okay. like a cheesy pancake
2: after a oh, run. Oh, hello. I mean, I've got absolutely no problem with that being a post-run, meal. Me either. And the <laughs> trick is you make your pancake mixture before you leave.
3: Mm-hmm. So then you come back and it's there so you can get it down you <gasps> within the magic window. Um Oh, tell is... us about a magic
2: window, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the magic
3: window? <laughs> the magic window is that um, the theory is that your, um, your, your body is more receptive to nutrients um, as in the first kind of half hour or so um, when you come back okay. in from, from your run. So if you get something that's kind of a mixture of carbs and protein, and um, that also has the electrolytes in it as well
2: Uh, within that magic window your recovery will be faster that's very interesting to know because I'm quite bad for putting off yes am I I know yeah it is Mm. quite difficult sometimes you don't feel like it yeah Yeah. I'd rather sort of depending on the length of the run I think I, I can I tend to get in the shower and then have something to eat relatively quickly Mm. afterwards if I've done a short Mm. run but for longer Mm. runs I can just like languish in a bath for yes hours afterwards and not feel remotely like eating anything until I've emerged and I'm a bit more human again
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it doesn't actually have to be food it could be you you know you could make up a smoothie or a a milky drink is good so like a chocolate milk that's
2: That's when you can have your chocolate milk
3: Oh yeah, and okay. That is when you can have your packet of crisps. Oh,
2: yeah. okay. Esther didn't look very happy for the like listener dairy. at yeah. the idea of a chocolate milk, but her eyes did <laughs> light up at a packet of crisps. Yeah. Yes,
3: <laughs> some people are sweet and some people are savoury. I'm definitely a savoury type. Oh, I do. Um, I do
1: really like sweet stuff, but dairy makes me feel wrong, particularly. after. It? A month. Oh, it oh, doesn't have.
3: You know, you could have um, uh, oat milk. Mm. Yep, I love an oat or, milk. I tend to actually almond to have
2: milk. oat milk. Yeah, I like yeah. the taste of it. Mm.
3: It's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And almond milk is is you know got quite a lot of protein in it as well, so that's not bad. But good old dairy milk is uh, is is a good option if mm. you if you can you know get it down. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just but hard. then but Just something hard. salty <laughs> something salty is good. So if you are a fan of the of the crisps. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that's that's a that's a good time that's mm-hmm. that's really good to know I, mm. I am a fan of having I
1: don't know if this is a good thing to do or not I I've always just assumed it was all right of having crunchy peanut butter when I come in on mm. either a, oh do you know oh holly
2: you no, I'm it. getting excited. Oh, are you? Oh, I, I, oh, gotcha. that, was <laughs> like, that was a sort of lustful <laughs> peanut butter. That's I, how I, I was... feel
1: about crunchy peanut butter. Crunchy it's peanut terrible. butter is amazing. I actually salivate. Mm. Um, I love it. I've got two particular, I've, I've been using, oh. um, I bought, I, I, I succumbed to Manulife. Have you tried Manulife peanut butter? <gasps> oh my God. It's Ooh, amazing. Sure. It's actually still got some of the skins on the peanuts and it's got a oh, tiny bit of salt good. in it. It's yeah. just peanuts and salt. And very good oh, it's but lots. that's
3: a great thing to have after a um, run is it peanut mm, butter good. on toast yeah peanut butter on I toast on, I, I try oh. a
1: lentil rice cake if they're around but I think Brexit's mm. killed them recently and, yeah. um or oat cake is that why right? oh, I'm cake. honestly so impressed yeah, yeah.
3: you oh, want to no, make sure you've got amazing if it's a, been a long run you do need to make sure that you get um enough carbohydrate in oh, so it's kind of the um the traditional ratio is like three or four to one carbs to protein oh um, i
1: thought oh i didn't know that
3: yeah and then and then some healthy fats so that you're getting you're getting that with your with the peanut peanut butter, which peanut peanut is butter. works mm-hmm. as a kind of anti-inflammatory so that helps repair the muscles as well so i shouldn't have oats, <clears throat> i should have bread Bread it? would be better, yeah, yeah, because uh, you
2: need,
3: you, need um, you, you kind of unless you have about ten oat cakes. Well. <laughs> Could manage them. Yeah.
2: I mean, they're just vessels yeah. for the peanut butter, aren't they? They're just kind they of, are, they?
1: Yeah. Ru- rubbish boats for.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peanut butter on toast, then being a yeah. winner—that's uh, oh, good to yeah. know. And then
3: maybe something if it has been a a long, long run, Mm. um, something in the evening that's going to be just really nutritious. That's going to help basically replenish everything that you've lost, but Mm. also kind of help the immune system. um, Keeps you know help keep the, the immune system strong. So that's when you could have your your veggie curry.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: um with some nice brown rice or something brown i know white rice is nicer than brown rice but brown rice is absolutely packed with the good stuff yeah Mm.
2: yeah no i like brown rice actually yeah yeah
3: i like it i like the
1: nuttiness of it it? yeah Mm, yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) that'd be quite nice yeah
1: so what else what else can we talk about with youthful holly and her diet what else does um, she need to
3: do? <laughs> I think just make sure that it's nicely balanced mm. um, and that you do eat plenty of fruit and vegetables. Uh,
2: fruit and is one I'm not brilliant at. I need to get a bit better at fruit. But I do eat lots of vegetables. I like, don't think it matters. If you, if you eat lots of vegetables, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, okay. Just
3: lots of different colors. Mm-hmm lots of different colors will help make sure that you get all the micronutrients that you need um, because each color has a different set of of nutrients, which is why we all learn about rainbow diet at school. (laughs) I like that. That I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So just a really good variety and just try to minimize
2: the the amount of processed food Mm. that you eat. Um, I think that's when it gets tricky, isn't it? Because I'm over lockdown, actually, I feel like I ate quite well, because I had all this time to there weren't any there weren't any evenings out there. You know, I just had all this time to um, plan what I was going to eat to cook fresh every night. And I do find with things lifting again a bit, and there are more kind of social commitments and stuff going on and gym classes and whatever else. Yeah. that If you get back home at sort of seven, eight o'clock from something, then sometimes I do reach for a A frozen cottage pie, or a a pizza, or something that I can stick in the oven, and I know that's not the best. Well, I think,
3: um, I mean, what you have to be careful of, um, particularly with the kind of new, all these new vegan, um, uh, like fast food, yeah, uh, options, Mm -hmm. is that quite often they are absolutely packed with all sorts of ingredients that you've never heard of <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and a lot of salt. Um, so just kind of try and if you, if you're buying stuff like that, just have a look at the ingredients list and just check that you recognize the ingredients. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a big fan of the 80, 20 rule. So mm-hmm. that's like 80% of the time, you know, really sort of think about, think about what is going into your body Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're running a lot, because, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 you've you got to, to keep, to keep healthy. Um, and then the other 20% of the time, you know, happy crisps.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. Okay.
3: You can Nutella on your pancake or whatever you want. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> cool. wow, that um, that's
2: good to hear. Yeah. yeah I, I, just... I
3: think otherwise you can, you know, you can get, a li- especially, um, kind of that that age group can get a bit um obsessed with what they're putting oh, in their bodies. Definitely, and there's a big sort of problem with this sort of orthorexia and you know mm-hmm. um real real control over yeah. what you're eating
1: yeah and, and um, like and what you've touched on there as well like i think also because like food labeling and food changes like recent food changes mm-hmm. i think it's really easy and i'm talking about myself here actually it's really mm-hmm. easy to equate the words vegan and protein with health.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and
1: I I know that's not necessarily the case or or like in most of the time the case. And so, and I I do pick up like, um, I pick up vegan processed food often actually. Um, Mm. Just oh, we
2: love a shroom dog. We talk about shroom dog quite a lot lot on dog. the podcast. <laughs> love I had them I, last night. I, 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 know,
1: I also like a corn nugget. You know, and so yeah. it's <laughs> so
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, kind of terrible. Really nice in a sandwich.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very definitely a really good tip though to look at the ingredients yeah. of those things because yeah. I don't think about that. I think, oh, healthier option, not having processed meat. That's got to be a yeah. This is just vegetables, isn't it? In a nugget shape. That's yeah. got to be good. But quite often, <laughs> there's not really a vegetable in it. No,
3: no. I know there was a thing in the newspaper recently about a vegan scotch egg um, that had 70 ingredients in it (gasps) so (laughs) oh my lord it's all a bit of a con really you gotta you know you gotta really have a you know watch out
2: (laughs) and then Um, it is incredibly expensive as well when you've got 70 ingredients going into one scotch egg
3: yeah. Then yeah. it
2: is it does get very expensive.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And like and really, you know, you're doing you are running. And the the reason most of us run is to keep healthy, to keep mm. fit and healthy. Mm. Um so you know, what you eat can really really boost that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like also, looking at it that way though. I was just gonna say, sorry, Esther, mm. the the boosting the I think there are so many conversations around food and mm. it, people, as you say, people do get very caught up in, in food being know, having good foods and bad foods mm. and whatever. Mm. And actually mm. thinking of it like your primary form of keeping healthy is what you love doing your exercise, your lifestyle, your, and the food is the booster in that you're not going to be able to enjoy your running and mm. get those lovely health benefits out of it. If you're, doing what i sometimes don't have a big old yeah. dominoes when you come home yeah. It's, yeah it's boosting it isn't it and that yeah i think that helps to reframe that conversation a bit doesn't it and makes yeah. it more about making your running better and making and make
3: it make your running easier as well yeah mm.
2: yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you've got to do some
3: training as well, but yeah, <laughs> what well, well, I mean, really, really does really <laughs> yeah. does make a difference. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: um, so, um, without wanting to talk about me too much, but no, let's talk about it. me. Um, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> let's shift the focus let's Shift this the focus. Seat. To, yeah, <laughs> shift the focus to the oldies. <laughs> to the oldies.
1: Yeah. What about me? What am I supposed to be eating? So I'm forty seven. So, I'm probably probably How Perry. old are you, sorry? Forty seven. Forty seven, okay. Yeah, I've I've got you know, I don't I don't know if I'm Perry or not, which means I'm probably there. What do I need to eat differently from Holly?
3: Um, well, so I'm so I'm ten years older than you and I've really found that what I eat massive has a makes a massive difference Mm. the older i get which is really sad (laughs) um and i think the 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 main thing is that you need to think about your your bones so you need to kind of eat foods that are going to help your bone density Mm -hmm. um as well as do you know do the exercises yeah um you uh want to look at um, foods that are going to kind of boost your oestrogens so the phyto, phytoestrogens so like soybeans um, and um, <laughs> nut butter nut butter's uh, up there it's up there I've got top, I made a little top 10 <laughs> top 10 of foods to eat when you're um, when you are Ooh. kind of in that menopausal yeah. time and it's really basically it's, it's it's not much different to, you know, eating a really good, healthy, balanced diet, but a real mm. focus on complex carbs, um, uh, a focus on the healthy fats, so oily fish, avocados, nuts and seeds. So nut butter and then flaxseed, maybe sprinkling flaxseed on your on your muesli in the morning, mm-hmm. um, adding it to your pancake mixes and things. Uh, it, it, it's really good. Actually, you don't have to put an egg in because it kind of – Um, it's a bit like chia
2: seeds you know how the chia Mm. seeds um,
3: go all Gloopy. Uh, gloopy yeah yes it does People the
2: same thing that as an egg replacement for plant-based yes. stuff I yeah don't, i, don't I, they I yeah. make flapjacks yeah. with chia
1: seeds yeah yeah mm.
2: yeah the, our, the baking thing, kits that we've just needs. launched
3: <laughs> got their they you don't need to put egg in them at all um because oh. the flaxseed what does the egg does the egg i it. find that really appealing because um, of my weird
1: dairy thing yeah that oh reason.
3: yeah you'd mm. well I'll send
0: you some. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: So that when I say complex carbs, I mean like the oats are fantastic, lentils and beans, um, starchy root vegetables like beetroot and Mm. uh, sweet potatoes. Do you not like beetroot? No, it's horrible.
2: (gasps) Well, I quite
1: like beetroot. Oh,
3: so good!
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, school dinners in the nineteen eighties. I think (laughs) the way the way that it used to stain the spam has put me off for life. (laughs)
2: Yeah. oh
1: and that paint. was like the
3: sliced stuff in the vinegar wasn't it
1: oh yeah, mm, yeah. It, has it changed since
3: then does it yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a recipe on the website um uh can i give the website a plug mm, Yeah, plug away. go for Kate it Percy's.com. um uh there's a beetroot soup recipe on the website which is really good um, I think you'd like it, Esther. Do you? It sounds Give it a go. It's I will. Really, <laughs> it's really purple. Um, I'm not scared of really colour. Good. And also, mm-hmm. um, there uh, is—you probably know this—but there's uh, all sorts of research to say that beetroot co- helps you uh-huh. helps you running because um, it helps you because mm, um, of the nitrates because mm-hmm. it's got roots that go all the way down into the earth and pick up the nitrates mm. the nitrates convert into nitric oxide i think it's called um, in your body and uh, that helps you process the it helps it basically get more oxygen um, so you can So, so what
1: i want to know is what else other than beetroot has got nitrates in it just in case <laughs>
3: Um, anything else that's got roots that go down into the ground I suppose Mm. so uh, carrots Maybe carrots. Maybe then. yeah. Crisps. Yeah. <laughs> <same> not crisps. Carrot crisps. Not crisps. No, sorry. <laughs> crisps are a treat after running, but they're not going to help you oh. running, I don't think. Uh, unless you're on like a really, really long ultra
2: run uh, where hmm. you need
3: to, some salt. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. So <laughs> having a packet of crisps halfway through or something if you are losing those salts, but... yeah but they're really hard to qualify as an ultra no what ultra
3: runners um tend to have a little new potatoes um, mm. So a little little, new, new, little boiled new potatoes in a bag um, and they eat them. So they get the carbs and, a, some, you know, s- sprinkled with some salts or some herbs and mm. um, to make them a bit tasty. Um, and Have they eat vagina. them when they're running. It's like that having little nice. go bites when you're running, but they're potatoes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. Especially if, imagine if that was like um, Jersey Royals or something, that'd be lush. Delicious. Kind of, delicious. Like, yeah. delicious.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> and that, you do them and then go bites for your pud. Yeah. On your ultra yeah. run, yeah.
1: oh, I'd love that. <laughs> uh, ultra running is always so much better in terms of food, though, isn't it? I think mm-hmm. it is because you
3: can actually have proper food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have got a top ten foods for um, uh, kind of the uh, sort of perimenopausal oh, yes. um, women. Yeah, and they away. are yeah um, sweet potatoes, yeah. back seed, dates, dried fruit, mm. oats, avocados, nut butter. Greens, so yeah, yeah cabbage, leafy green, g- mm. leafy green vegetables, um, like uh, you know, kale and things like that, uh, lentils and edamame beans, so soybeans, mm. soy yeah, <gasps>
1: that well, all so, of those things, bar the sweet potato, I'm up for. There we go, <laughs> there. <laughs> I can do that. I don't eat enough soybeans, um, and I know that that's um, a good thing, I know it's a really good thing to have yeah at, at yeah my, well what
3: you could do if you're not in not if you you don't eat dairy is you could uh, drink soy milk oh yeah oh yeah I didn't even think about that we do have oat milk in the
1: house all the time but we, we don't tend to get soy milk mm. um yeah I know I know that's something that I should I should be having more of. and actually I really like edamame beans like I really like them particularly from I like them when they're in, their oh, pods. Wagon wagon. Yes. they're in their pods and they're all salty yes. and you can
3: just eat yeah. them with a oh, glass of wine mm. Unbelievable, <laughs> <lovely. Yeah. laughs> um, so
1: right so that's no that that's fantastic so um so on top of that i wanted to also ask about um like the biggest mistakes that runners and women can make with their
3: nutrition Like what? What? What shouldn't we be?
1: Mm, Interesting question.
3: Um, I think the biggest mistake is um, trying to avoid a whole food group, Mm. which is usually carbs. Yeah, (laughs) Mm, true. Um, I mean, and there's a lot of keto going on at the moment, um, and the Mm. theory is that you put your body into ketosis, and your body um, and you burn fat rather than carbs, um, which uh is I think you probably want to talk to a doctor before mm. you do that. Mm. Um I, I I think it's quite very hard to do and very hard to uh have a normal diet and a normal life without, you know, when you're trying to avoid a whole food group. And that, that can be quite
1: dangerous as well, can't it? it yeah. It's very high yeah. fat, isn't it?
3: Yeah, you're very high fat, and you, and you can feel quite you know quite fatigued as well mm. if you're doing a lot of running. So I, think I would makes say that smelly as well. Oh, I heard, I heard. makes you very that. smelly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. the breath
3: smell. Um, it's yeah, something it to do with your yeah, smell.
2: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Mm. And they mm. have these fat balls that are kind of coconut oil based, um, which is really high in saturated fat. So mm. yeah. That, I reckon that's probably one of the hardest, mis- one of the biggest sort of mistakes. And the other thing is um, not eating enough, especially women and running. Mm.
1: Um,
3: actually, you know, you're burning a lot of um, you're burning a lot of calories when you're out there running, uh, and you do need to replace them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, sort of dieting and running is quite a hard thing to do, especially if you're training. If you're di- if you're running to lose weight and you're not training for anything, um, I think the best thing to do is to run and also do um, uh, body weight exercises. Mm. Yeah, because that, that that's how you that's that's really a great way of toning up your body, um, and you can still eat at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always yes, a good
1: idea. that makes sense mm. and I, I um one thing I really I really want to know about actually was supplements because um as I think I've, I've given you a nudge on this already because I, I was just really interested to hear what you say about it because I take absolutely shed loads of supplements at the moment um I don't know I've just been I I'm I'm a sucker for an advertising campaign and mm. and if it, if if it sort of says that a woman of my age should be taking a certain thing, um, and then I've also, I've also had uh, physios in the past saying, oh mm. oh, are you not taking A B and C? And magnesium, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, magnesium saying blah blah blah. Um, so I've always been like, oh crikey, okay. So um, I, I now I take them all quite late at night, but I do rattle with them come about eight o'clock in the evening, and I only do that because I also take iron. Mm. And um, I, I just have to make sure that iron is when I've got a full stomach because it gives me kind of weird yeah. stomach cramp things. Um, mm. But yeah, I take quite a lot. So, and I, and I realise that I probably pee out about 90% of them, if not more. Mm. So should I be investing all this money in supplements <laughs> or should I not bother?
3: Um, well, it, again, it is quite an individual thing. And I think it depends on the quality of supplements as well. Mm. Uh, I, so I'm the total opposite. Um, to you and don't take any supplements at all mm. um, I, but but I know that I'm eating a really really balanced diet that's you know packed with the, all the micronutrients mm. um, I think if you there's a thing about eating thirty different fruit and veg uh, a week thirty different kind of colors you know and that <laughs> will that will ensure that you um, keep your your body uh, healthy that you're getting all the right nutrients Mm. but this leads on to another question that I know you wanted to ask and it's all combined it's very Mm -hmm. difficult to talk about one thing um, and that is your gut health so Mm. um, Mm -hmm. if you're taking supplements to make sure that you get enough magnesium, iron etc etc that's not really helping your gut health at all uh, whereas if you're taking that those nutrients in the form of real food,
0: mm. um,
3: you're getting the fibre and uh, all, all the other things. But like in the form of real food this, that's, that you chew, you chew and that does stuff um, and then you swallow it and it goes, you know, it's, it's all highly complicated and that's the reason why we eat food. Mm. Um, I don't... I think you can do it without the supplements unless you are not eating something specific in, mm. in your diet that you need, mm. that you can't eat, for instance, you're allergic to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I do think that you need to see the GP, talk to the GP, or, or um, yeah. yeah, really the GP, I would say, Yeah. That's it. It would then oh. refer you to the right person.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, mm. like, if you don't eat dairy – you can probably get enough calcium, et etc, from other foods, mm. you know leafy green vegetables and um, et cetera so I'm a, I'm a bit sitting on the fence on no, this I, one. I like that
1: because <laughs> i do I do generally think I think um for ninety percent of the time, I think I eat really well, so yeah. I, d- I eat a lot of vegetables, I eat a lot of fruit probably maybe maybe too much fruit I I have a lot of um yeah I have loads of fruit so I think that probably have a kind of a there's probably too much sugar going on there but um because <laughs> um, like yeah honestly it's a ridiculous amount of fruit but the but a lot of veg as well mm-hmm. um but it mm. can often be the same kind of veg um because mm. I, I particularly like broccoli and derivatives of but mm-hmm. but for instance, I'm not bothered about carrot, so I don't yeah. have. It's not hugely, you know. But then I'll, I'll eat red pepper, and you know, so I do have color. Yeah. Colour. yeah. Um, so I'm quite happy about that. But I get I get sort of sidetracked by things like, um, you know, you must have a probiotic, or you must have omega three, or you you know stuff like that. That, that those those kind of
3: yeah. weird, weird. But ad- then if you think, well, your prob your probiotics you can get from f- you know from a live of yogurt ah, mm-hmm. you don't eat dairy <laughs> uh, yeah. I bet oh, you're not, not a, are you a fan of sauerkraut a sauerkraut oh well yeah so,
1: I, I, maybe
3: <laughs> is sauerkraut a bit like coleslaw it's cabbage. It's it's like fermented coleslaw, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fem- I that, fermented okay. ca- cabbage, yeah. <laughs> Kimchi, is again, mm. is really good. And just pickles in general are really good. Um, so I can have, gher- I love gherkins. I love yeah, gherkins. Gherkins are fantastic. <gasps> yeah. Oh. yeah. 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 Ooh. And then, yeah. so those are the probiotics, and the prebiotics are actually um, the just soluble fibers. So really normal things like onions and mm. leeks. Um, oh, a really good garlic. Well, I've loaded them and Load cabbage. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, your prebiotics are basically a fiber that's going to keep your keep
2: your gut healthy and moving
1: oh. nicely. Mm.
2: <laughs> so, you could do a sort of I'm getting over excited about food now. But mm. you could do a sort of stroganoffy thing where you've got onions and garlic and stuff in there and then you've also got pickled onions or Something mm-hmm. like that. Does that work for something that's got pro and prebiotics? Um, yeah. Uh, the...
3: What were you going to do with the pickled onions in your stroganoff? <laughs> put them in.
2: I have them and I chuck them in. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, I Ooh. highly recommend it, you guys. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> But that might be because I do mushroom stroganoff, which isn't naturally as exciting as beef. So I. Yes. That oh, that's yeah, way more exciting. It. I'd love that. Mushroom it makes stroganoff it a little lunch. bit tastier than just slightly mm, mushroom. Gives it mush. a nice little
3: crunch. Yeah, it gives it <laughs> a little crunch. <laughs>
2: I'm going to start thinking about that in all the things that I eat now. Have I got a so basically you you want you want to be feeding the bacteria in your gut, Um, Um, and and the
3: and the knock on effect of that is huge. Not just in the fact that you're going to be regular and your stomach's going to feel okay, but um, there's research shows that it's, makes you happier you're in a better Mm. mood you're more you've got more energy um you know it's all good Mm.
1: (laughs) oh that's really interesting
3: so Mm. and Mm.
1: um and i also i the other thing i the other hot topic the other thing that i'm not touched on already is protein um protein i know that we don't (laughs) need to be eating as much as (laughs) everyone says that we should be eating and and it's not
2: troubled at the mention
3: of protein the word protein is just so it sounds so horrible <laughs> but it's ridiculous mm-hmm. isn't it because i've
1: i've been to like uh to train stations where they're flogging protein like cho- chocolate bars like like i think it was like yeah. a mars bar or a snickers bar or yeah, something, yeah, and, and it yeah. had the word protein on it yeah and they're
3: seventy-five or something
1: yeah. <laughs> and bearing in mind mm-hmm. how gullible i am with nutrition which is very yeah. gullible yeah. even i looked at that and thought Hang on a minute. I think that's just a chocolate bar. <laughs> you know, they can't... It doesn't
3: a... taste as good. No, it doesn't really taste as mm.
1: nice. And they, I mean, they can't flog a bag of peanuts and say, now with added protein. It's like, that. It's I think that was really fair. So I mean, yes. yeah, what's, what's your take? What do we need to be eating protein-wise?
3: <laughs> well, the thing with protein is that you do, it's not like carbs in that uh, they they get stored in your body um, in the form of glycogen. Protein, you do have to um, eat on a regular basis. Mm. Um, But as you you know my answer, don't you? Because of what I've said about (laughs) supplements, I'm a strong believer in getting your protein through real food um, because it just keeps your gut happier and everything happier. Um, So if you're a meat eater, it's fantastic to eat regularly um, chicken, the sort of dark meat of chicken and things like that, um, or red meat, um, uh, cheese, you know, dairy products. Um, if you're not – a fish, fish as well, you know, all mm. sorts – of any fish is a great source of protein. Um, and then kind of plant-based sources of protein are – um, your um, uh, brain fade here, sort of nuts and nuts and seeds, mm-hmm. and um, your lentils and uh, beans, uh, chickpeas. They've all, you know, they mm. If you're making your stroganoff, chuck in some chickpeas. Yeah, that's really it nice. It'll give you some carbs gives you some protein as well that and it tastes lovely. really good yeah, <laughs> nice. um, yeah. Ed- edamame beans again so soy is a really good source mm-hmm. of vegetarian protein mm-hmm. um and the uh sort of almond uh, almond milk and you know all those all those different nut butters i don't know whether you're like me I've got my crunchy peanut butter, but I've got cashew butter, almond butter, hazelnut almond butter. butter. have oh. <laughs> got the whole range in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really good. But um, yeah, I mean, you can only absorb a certain amount of protein at each sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which I think is four grams per um, kilogram of body weight. Um, and you can... You can get enough protein, you know, unless you're a bodybuilder, you can get enough protein from a just a normal balanced diet. Mm-hmm. Um, it is good to have protein after exercise, after a run, um, to help your muscles um repair. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can be in the form of poached egg on toast, uh, or yogurt, or it doesn't have to be a Snickers. Uh, protein powder. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be protein powder either. And it doesn't have to be protein powder,
1: no, no, no. So that is really interesting.
3: Yeah. Chicken sandwich. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to be so boring. No, (laughs) no. But it tastes much better than a protein powder. Yeah. And the other thing is that protein powders have often got... um, other additives in yeah, them as yeah. well, so and flavorings. Um, so you know, if, if you're trying to make your diet uh, more natural, mm. um, you're better off eating normal food rather than protein powders. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing.
1: Okay. Okay. So right. So um, what would be your like if if you could change mine and Holly's worlds? What would be our like the one takeaway? for both of us i mean you know it can be separate bits of takeaways for i mean i don't mean a wagamama's takeaway i've mentioned that twice oh, we're not sponsored
3: by wagamama more than oh, we would like to be great post run oh, uh, um, recovery food great for replenishing your um your uh, electrolytes and things. We'll be <laughs> and yeah, the noodles oh, as well. Good. <laughs> good to know. Oh you had it. A nice though. noodle soup is really good. <laughs> um, I you know I was I think that it's always good to start the day well. And I think the mm. knock on effects from having a healthy breakfast are um uh, are usually really positive. Mm. So if you don't have breakfast, I don't mean before a run or anything, because uh, mm-hmm. I often don't have breakfast before a run, I have it when I get back. Yeah. Um because I, I can't get up early enough to <laughs> me too. That's <laughs> my <Yeah>, i <favorite>. <laughs> <mainly. Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have a go bite usually or um a bite of a banana or something. Mm. Um the uh but if you, if you have a really good breakfast, like something like poached eggs on toast, or I'm a big fan of savory at the moment. So put eggs on toast or tomatoes on toast, delicious mushrooms on toast. Or really good fish and muesli or um, oats and fruit. Uh, and kind of try and steer away from all those processed um, cereals, for instance, mm-hmm. Pop-Tarts, you will not believe how many people have Pop-Tarts for breakfast.
2: I used <laughs> Do you to. Still? <laughs> when I was about 16, I'd probably have a Pop-Tart before I went to school. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't touched a Pop-Tart in years, actually, but mainly just because I don't really understand what I used to see in them. They don't no. hit quite as well when but you're we not go, 16. When we go into, you know, we
3: have the STEM um, school's, education program where we are um, basically inspiring young people to cook five recipes before they leave home Mm. and you go into schools and you say what do you have for breakfast first of all who had breakfast this morning and half you know a lot of people don't put their hands up and Mm. then it's like well who had cocoa pops this morning and loads of hands will go up you know sort of sugary Mm. cereals are the go to Mm. And there's usually a few that say Pop Tarts. <laughs> there's not, there's usually a couple who say, I had a bowl of porridge, but not very many. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think starting, your, start your day with a good breakfast and you'll feel better. You'll, you'll, you'll last longer in terms of hunger pangs and energy and focus and concentration. Um, and once you feel that, that benefit, that'll encourage you to eat a better lunch and eat a better supper.
2: Mm-hmm. That's oh. really good advice for me. Or oh, oh, I'm definitely going to take that away. Yeah. Me too. I'm rubbish oh, at breakfast. And even yeah, if I do have it, I never think about how it's going to impact the rest of my day. <laughs> no,
3: no, no. And you could, the other thing is you don't have to, especially with everyone working from home, like, breakfast doesn't have to be at eight o'clock.
2: Yeah. I think that's a thing,
1: isn't
3: it. Yeah. can be at 11 or half mm-hmm. 10. I, that's very
2: you know. good to hear because I quite often will not be hungry until about 10 or 11. And then I'll go, well, I might as well just wait till lunch now because how silly of me to have breakfast at 11. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. So you you do think having breakfast at eleven can still have lunch at one or two or something? And well, if you
3: have breakfast at eleven, you probably won't be hungry at lunchtime. Yeah,
2: but, <laughs> but it is okay, okay but... to have breakfast at eleven and carry on with the day. Not. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I as long as, as, yeah. as it's you know, as long
3: as the sort of first thing that you eat um, in in the day is something that is you know low GI. Mm. Um, that 's going mm-hmm. to be sustaining um, a nice little bit of of unrefined low g i carb like some brown really good brown bread or oats mm. um, a little bit of protein um that will be from either an egg or or nuts in your oats or something like that mm-hmm. and um some some, you'll, you'll you'll have some fat in there anyway from mm. the milk, or um, and then some fruit, fruit or veg. So mm-hmm. you know it, when I've talked about the tomatoes on toast oh. or um, some chopped up strawberries on your porridge or you know Mm. uh, frozen blueberries are a great thing as well if you have if you keep frozen fruit in your freezer Mm. um and you pop them in your if you're making porridge pop them in your porridge while you're making it especially raspberries raspberries great because it makes your porridge go pink
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh that (laughs) sounds delicious! pink porridge
3: i'm really hungry me too try this one tomorrow pink porridge made with frozen raspberries um a dollop of almond butter on top and a little bit of sprinkling of cinnamon oh well cinnamon's great because it makes it makes um (laughs) it it kind of adds sweetness without adding sugar and then i will normally have a little drizzle of honey or something on top of that delish Mm. delish try that
1: doesn't,
2: yeah.
1: that sounds, doesn't take very long lovely. at all mm. <laughs> oh amazing yeah okay, cool and, yeah I'm, that, I'm gonna start doing that that does sound really good and I th- I think yeah that kind of I, I am a, an absolute I am rubbish at having breakfast at at a breakfasty kind of time and, yes. and then and then also rubbish at getting to about midday and not understanding why I'm in the foulest of moods Mood. yeah. Mm. yeah yeah
3: yeah so yeah <laughs> it is amazing actually how your mood is affected so much by mm. what you eat mm. um do you I, well if you've got if anyone listening's got kids and you, when you pick them up from school and they can be absolutely foul and yeah. as soon as you get something down them they're like your gorgeous children again (laughs) i know in a minute it's
1: it's it's ridiculous my my especially he's eight and and he will go from being a ball of tantrum and i literally have to poke something into his mouth and he's like oh should we go and play some chess mummy and it's like what (laughs)
3: is that all about yeah (laughs) we are exactly the
2: same yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Okay.
3: laughs> oh Kate thank yeah. you so much that has
1: been Kate, that so was... useful it oh, was so athlete. good
3: I've really enjoyed it I hope I've given you some useful tips <laughs> you have Definitely. And, you, and you've
1: not told us off or anything So no I just...
2: <laughs> it, was, it was very wholesome <laughs> <laughs> we, we Yeah. I do apologise, though, to anybody listening who is running right now and had to listen to us describe various... <laughs> lovely breakfasts. <laughs> lovely breakfasts, yeah.
3: yeah. Go and and have you know one. why I haven't told you off? Because you haven't actually given me your innermost secrets. No, we haven't.
2: Oh, yeah, no. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. haven't, a told, haven't told Kate about the fourth packet of crisps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: feel like that was one of the most useful podcasts we've ever done just finding out i can have mushroom pancakes for breakfast and that's a good thing has pretty much rocked my world i hope you found it useful too this podcast was recorded over zoom the editor and composer was david newman please hit like and subscribe that way you won't miss the next episode podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to women's running which is 35 percent off that's less than 295 a month. Go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPOD at the checkout for your discount. Happy running.
0: Hold up.